following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Let me say something else, too, about Mo Patton. Mo has done it all. I mean, he's covered the Titans. He's covered the Vols. He's done high school. He's a fantastic writer. He's now actually hosting a talk show every day in Columbia that is outstanding. Mo, you know me because we've covered high school sports for years together. Ever since I moved here, you were one of the first people I met, and I just adore you. Tis the season for good tidings and good cheer. My brother was a... A bit inebriated. With emphasis on good cheer. Calling out his brother today. Yeah. Well, he deserves it. It was bad. (laughs) I mean, I had to literally go to the other side of the room Mm -hmm. in order to... Had to distance yourself? We put him up against the railing so he'd at least have a crutch. Mo, isn't that what Christmas and being around family is all about? That's what I... uh, Dealing with that and learning how to distance yourself. We love our family so much that we just keep coming back for more. This is not the first time during the Christmas holidays in which we've had a situation like this. His daughter had just turned two or three, and we put together one of those Barbie dream houses. Mm. And you know what that can do to a person? Sing karaoke? Feliz Navidad. Uh, That's good stuff right there. Merry Christmas from our family, by the way. There you go. (laughs) Thank you for being a part of our family. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's the eggnog kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Yes, eggnog. (laughs) And to make sure I brought my court today, it's kosher dairy. Kosher dairy? Yeah, it says right there. It's also not alcoholic, which says that right there. How's it going? I'm I'm not. I'm 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 mind blown by kosher kosher dairy. eggnog. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, there's. Co- there, I guess you can mix it with kosher buffalo trace, and <laughs> there you go. I didn't know that was a thing either. Oh, it's expensive too. You can't find it. Yeah. So. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everyone. And, and happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, let's not forget. <laughs> and, and, if you would, and if you would like to drink eggnog, apparently it's cool. <laughs> and Buffalo Trace, if you can afford it. <laughs> if you can afford it. Oh, man. Mm. Hope you guys. T-I-L. Today you learned? Yeah, yeah. Today I learned. Oh, I hope you guys have had a wonderful week and have enjoyed this short week of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day. We've certainly enjoyed it. We hey, enjoyed I got I got to tell you, oh. I, I've run into three folks this week who have, and I probably should have gotten their names and numbers and gotten it in writing or something. But um, <laughs> can I get have, a, can, can I get you to, to put a two, yeah a little uh, testimony, testimony yeah on on. yeah who have talked about how much they enjoyed our show. So um, I don't know if we don't toot our own horn. Who's who gonna, will, but yeah, so uh, I hope other people are enjoying it as much as those three. So I, I got a story to tell you off the air. I meant to tell you last night, but I forgot. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we've got in studio with us today, Andrew, the Earl, Andrew Moore. He's going to 
talk a little Titans 49ers with us since hey, it's an early week, so this actually worked out perfect for for this. I mean, as far as there you go. As far as getting Andrew on the show, would have hated to get him on Friday after the show. <laughs> Wouldn't have worked. Well, yeah. Well, he'd, he'd probably have some reaction on reaction you know, Friday. Yeah, he'd have some reaction, all right. I bet he's got some reaction today, but you know what? We're sweeping it under the rug, Andrew. Are we? We're just sweeping it. <laughs> okay. Pretending it did Deal. not exist. Deal. Kind of like that Texans game from a couple weeks ago. Just, just mm. moving on. Oh, we got a lot to get to, and the Titans are one of those things. We've got tons of top stories to get to. The big stories are coming out, and we'll get to them here momentarily. But before we do that, we do need to give you some results and the schedule for the weekend on The Rundown. It is The Rundown. Oh, we don't have a sponsor for today's rundown. In girls' high school basketball on Tuesday, Upperman defeated Lawrence County 54-43 at the Sonic Shootout up in Sparta. Um, also yesterday, East Nashville's girls defeated Summit 50-31. It was Loretto defeating Oakland down at Tullahoma 76-39. Cornersville with a 56-41 win over Mount Pleasant over at Marshall County. Also, host Marshall County defeated Cullioca 41-24. And... Independence defeated Centennial 47-40. In boys' action, over in Fort Payne, Lawrence County met Athens. They could have played a lot closer to home, but instead they went all the way to Fort Payne to do it, and Lawrence County gets the win 61-59 over the Golden Eagles. Columbia Central, a 64-51 winner over Siegel. It was Independence 60, Centennial 54 Wilson Central, a 64-55 winner over Summit. It was Providence Christian, 40, Richland, 38. Zion Christian, a 47-38 winner over Frank Hughes. NCAA men's basketball action last night. The CM Newton Classic in Tuscaloosa. Birmingham. In Birmingham, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. That makes it a little bit better. But the Crimson Tide did not honor their former coach so well. (laughs) No, he did not. Falling to Davidson, 79-78. Davidson is 9-2, though. It's not like that's a bad team. I Davidson wanna, is a very good yeah, team. I just want to throw that out there. But anyway. Continue. Davidson is a very good team. and But you still would have expected Alabama to beat them. They're top 10 for a reason. There you go. Or not for a reason. I'm just confused. <laughs> Today's high school basketball action. Already Pearl Cones girls have defeated Summit 41-40 up at Beach. Also down at Wallace State, Hansville, Richland's girls fell to Elkmont, 60-38. In boys' action, back over at Fort Payne, Lawrence County's boys (laughs) are playing Murfreesboro Central. In Fort Payne, for whatever reason. (laughs) And um, Lawrence County's girls are finishing up their stay at the the Sonic Shootout up at Sparta. In NFL action tomorrow, we just said the 49ers and Titans are on the NFL Network or Amazon Prime tomorrow night. Uh, in NBA action, is that going to be on? Do we? It's only on that. It's not going to be on a local channel, right? I bet it goes to local CBS or Fox. Fox. Fox, 17. I think, has the NFL contract. Fox 17. The Thursday night, yeah. The NFL games have been on on Fox. Oh, the Thursday they? night, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. It, it'll hit one of our local network stations in addition to NFL Network. Gotcha. That's been the pattern anyway. NBA action tomorrow. The Grizzlies are at the Golden State Warriors. That's a 9 p.m. tip. And then on Sunday, they are at Sacramento 
at 5 o'clock. I'm curious if they'll come back and then go. I'm curious if Ja will play at any of either of those <laughs> games. Um, men's basketball action at the collegiate level tonight. Number six, Arizona visits the Thompson Bowling Arena to take on number 19, Tennessee. That's a 6 o'clock start on the deuce. Also at 6 o'clock on ESPN+, Plus, Middle Tennessee State goes to the Roundhouse, takes on the Mocs of UTC or Chattanooga, as they prefer to be called. Lipscomb is at the PMAC, the Pete Maravich Assembly Center down in Baton Rouge, taking on number 17, LSU. That's a 7 o'clock start on the SEC Network. And at 10.59 tonight, <laughs> Vanderbilt plays host Hawaii. Got that the alarm set. Up. Yeah, well, if you come in at 11, you're going to join it already in progress on the deuce. I, JP, I was going to be real impressed if Mo knew whatever the nickname for Hawaii's basketball arena was. He gave us the rest of them, but he didn't give for us the, the arena. Ride. I was about to be really impressed. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it Going for today's deep. rundown. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> I was about to be like, man, if he if he pulls this out, by the way, it's the simplified. I knew you were looking. <laughs> the Stan Sheriff Center. Name for their former coach, uh, I believe. The Simplify. Or- Stan Sheriff, not Simplify. So is he the original? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Was he named them the original sheriff before Peyton? Is that? Uh- I, I guess. <laughs> mm, I don't know. So they, they should have they should have T-shirts that say "I shot at the sheriff." The sheriff. I like it. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> give, give him the dings. <laughs> oh man, that was that was the best rundown that we've ever had. <laughs> and you thought it was going to be just real short and non, non enjoyable, nondescript, nondescript, just, nothing. Hey, hey, we we've got to get three days worth, five days worth of yeah. stuff in three days this week. So get it all out. Uh, there you go. We have some top stories, and we're going to talk more about. This particular one, Texas A&M is out of the Gator Bowl, and it is due to COVID rules and regulations. Maybe not necessarily so many people have COVID, but I don't think they're going to get negative tests and whatnot back before. Apparently, they only have 38 scholarship athletes available right now and only 13 on defense. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Dress some dress some walk-ons. Be the opportunity it. of a lifetime for some of those kids, man. I don't know. I mean, hey, Texas A and M, the twelfth man. They they might need to just go pick some folks up out of the stands. You know, the sad thing about this, Wake Forest ten and three. Yeah, ranked in the top ten at one time. Maybe they might have been number ten, but I mean, they were number eight at one time. You know. Right before they lost to Clemson. And now staring at the harsh possibility of not playing a bowl game. Still just a possibility, though. I mean, if any other team has to drop out of a bowl game, I guess whoever pays the most would mm. get the bowl. Ooh. When is the Gator Bowl? I'm not but- sure when it is scheduled for. Let's see here. The Gator Bowl is scheduled. Usually on the second, right? Mm. Typically. No, no, this is way before then now. New Year's Eve. 
There you go. It's a New Year's Eve game. So they got a little time. Yeah, but hmm. I, I think it's possible. We'll see. At um, Brett McMurphy, Wake Forest coach. Oh, I'm sorry, Wake Forest AD John Curry. Oh yeah, you yeah said heard quote, of that guy. Yeah, said four teams have reached out about playing in Gator Bowl to replace Texas A&M. So, not sure I mean, who they are or if they're um. Well, yeah, because there's a five point three million dollar payout. Somebody responded, John, I've got Western Kentucky on line one, Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky on line two, WKU on line three, and line four is a guy who just said Western Kentucky but with a mustache. So. Oh, well, I mean, again, we'll, we'll talk more about that in, later in the show. There's a couple of things. Bam, uh, Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone both test positive for COVID but are expected to be back for Alabama's uh, New Year's Eve game, so – there's that. Um, and Alabama fans said, darn. <laughs> yeah. Alabama fans said, you mean we can't, we, we have to, do we have to take no, him? I mean, it would be safest for all involved for them to just, just stay. Know. Particularly O'Brien. <laughs> Particularly. And finally, according to the Tennessee, and Jeff Fisher has applied or reached out to East Tennessee State about their head coaching position? I'd say numerous media outlets are reporting that. Are they now? I, it first came through the Tennessee, and that's the first place. The uh, first place I saw was Johnson City Press. Well, that may be true. I, I don't know. That's that's where I saw it. Well, I wanted to give proper credit because I did not see it anywhere else. No. Nonetheless, you gotta, Jeff Fisher. you got to look other places. Jeff Fisher – Back to college? No, no, Jeff Fisher to college. He's never coached in college. No. Oh, okay. That's even weirder. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts? I don't see it. I mean, Jeff Fisher would be replacing a guy who retired, who's younger than him. Well, one of making them his the coach, the other one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Making his first coaching appearance at the collegiate level. There's a little bit of a learning curve there. Well, no better place to go than a place that's been to the uh, third round of the FCS playoffs and has some, at least some talent available. And I guess. Get your feet wet. It'll be interesting. No doubt. Plenty to get to. Again, college football will dominate this show. But before we get deep into college football, we will talk Titans with Andrew the Earl Moore on the other side of the break. Stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today returns. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, 
It will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Filling your stocking with local and regional sports knowledge and maybe a good holiday cocktail recipe. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Here's the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Eggnog Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. <laughs> Kosher. Cocktail recipes, in fact. Um, so as we just told you before the break, uh, <laughs> Jeff Fisher had interviewed for the East Tennessee State job, and since that time, <laughs> he has also been eliminated from consideration. <laughs> At the East Tennessee State football job. So you know how that interview went? <laughs> so, Jeff, where else have you coached at the collegiate level? I've not. Okay, thanks. Well, again, we had this conversation earlier this week about NFL coaches in college and college coaches in NFL, and it doesn't always work out. It's in fact, Even it's if rare. it's FCS. Yeah, it, in fact, it's rare. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Um, but... It appears that Tyler Roll, North Dakota State's offensive coordinator, has drawn interest. And wow, yeah, talk about a culture shock. It's well, at least a yeah, it, it's a little different. Uh, and former Delaware coach Danny Rocco has been mentioned. Rocco was fired after going five and six in the fall, uh, after going seven and one in the spring. Oh, and is one twenty five and sixty five in his career at Liberty, Richmond, and Delaware, where he's been to the FCS finals twice. Sorry, FCS semifinals twice. Oh goodness! And they fired him. Seems like he might be the guy. Seems like he should be the I mean, guy. If I mean, he's I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if he's interested, he ought to be the fella. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure why he wouldn't be, but well, I guess Tyler Roll. One of them's got a track record. And yeah, the other one's just been a coordinator. Interesting. Yeah, but it won't be Jeff Fisher, so there you go. No more thoughts necessary. <laughs> Let's talk Titans because we do have Andrew in the house, and this is the, as Teresa Walker told us 
yesterday on the show, this will complete the cycle for Mike Vrabel. He will now have coached against all other 31 teams in the National Football League. That's pretty crazy. Following tomorrow night's 49ers game. So. That's a heck of a nugget. I mean, I had never really thought about that. But I guess. How long does it take a team to go through the cycle of playing everybody? That's it. At least five years, apparently. <laughs> cycle through the other conference the every NFC. four years and AFC, since we're in the AFC, every three years, yeah. I think. Does so, that sound right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that does sound right. So, yeah. And then, obviously, you have playoffs where you might see some. But not necessarily, though, because it goes by standings when you match up with the opposing well, conference. But you'll, right? you'll hit that division every three years. You might have some of those random. You're right. You know, depending on your two standings, two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. But Tom flaws when you're not finding your coach every other year, so there's that. that's that's probably why we haven't thought about it. He has been here for a little while. <laughs> it, and it doesn't really. I guess seem he's like the he longest is. tenured coach since Jeff Fisher. Oh, easily. Yeah, I mean Munchak got three. Wizen Hunt got like a year and a half, which was about a, a year, year too, and long. Long. Yeah. <laughs> too long. Uh, yeah, Malarkey got his his two years, and it's been. All my variable ever since. Thankfully. Yes, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> no question there. I I'm just I, I'm curious how, you know, how that translates because you know, we always have these little variable nuggets. They don't lose when they're coming off of long rest. They don't lose after they've lost by double digits. I mean, there's just all these little nuggets, but we don't really have any of those to to hang our hat on this week. So is San Francisco what do they do on short rest? Ah, that's a good, that's a good question. Any, any idea, no idea on the Titans on short rest? Um, who did we play on Thursday night last year? I think it was the Colts, so we uh, that didn't go well. <laughs> year before that, it was that 2019? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Off the top of Come my head, on, it's, Andrew. It's, it's, it's hard to remember. Dude. I don't. I, we we bring you here for expert information, dude. He's got got nothing on this one. That's okay. Yeah. Well, um, it's that girl. She's taking. That's it. what it is. <laughs> God, killing us. I'm curious about. You know, obviously, we don't know who we're going to see at the wide receiver position at all at this point. We don't know if we know Golden Tate's not playing. Well, By the way, found that out. I don't think he's ever going to suit up. It was a good try. It was a good idea. It starts that conversation. Is it? Is he not playing because he doesn't know the playbook that well, or is it because Golden Tate is up there in age and just doesn't have it anymore? He doesn't have it anymore. I would lean toward B. Because we, we need a wide receiver out there. <laughs> and, and, when, and as Teresa spoke to when we had her on, you know, when you're bringing guys off the off the couch, yeah, in the middle of the season, especially guys who are at advanced ages yep. for the National Football League, getting game ready gets a little harder. I, I've never really understood how you do it at any age, but particularly at Golden Tate's age or at Adrian Peterson's right. age, some of the guys that they have have brought in. So, well, I do think if I've been getting on Twitter a lot more, um, 
Thanks to you guys, actually. <laughs> um, but they, Don't put that on us. <laughs> just reading on Twitter, they, they seem – it's not for sure. I'm sure we'll find out maybe sometime in the next hour or two if A.J. Brown's going to go tomorrow. But it seems everyone's pretty confident he's been looking good at practice, and we could really use some A.J. Brown. Now, I, I think this team, to be 9-5, and five, could use any yes. positive – impact from anybody or anywhere or voodoo dolls of of Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever else I mean whatever it takes right now uh, again to be 9 and 5 all of a sudden you just don't feel real good about this team no no you don't that's why I, as as Chris brought up before we started today do I feel confident no I'm not using those words anymore I'm just going to go with the flow, whatever. I felt confident in the first half, and then, I mean. You well, you didn't know they were going to give it to them four times, it, though. It was rough. Man, it was rough. Uh, on a brighter note, though, Devontae Foreman battling through injury, looking pretty good out there. Yeah, somebody, somebody needs to introduce Devontae Foreman to – Who's that guy? Downing? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Todd. Todd. Yeah, Downing. yeah, yeah. Introduce them. You know, let me ask you this, Andrew, because it, you probably have a little bit more insight. Is there a chance that the Titans could keep three running backs once Henry is back because Foreman runs much like Henry and could actually spell him for a drive on occasion? Do I think we keep three running backs when Henry – because yeah, you're going to have McNichols. Yeah. I mean, you might have McNichols. I think you can get more out of Foreman and Hilliard than you can McNichols. Oh, Hilliard maybe, but you got to have a pass catching back, and I don't think Foreman is that. I think Hilliard is. But Hilliard could be. Hilliard, and Hilliard can. And Hilliard gives you the other option. That's the thing, though. Do you need three pounders? Would you rather have a guy who <sighs> – can get out of the back foot a little faster. Like that's that's going to be a heck of a question once he does get back. Because, I mean, when you look, all three of those guys, Hilliard, Foreman, and McNichols, have been productive yep. at times in Derrick Henry's absence. And you, I would, I would hate to not have any of those guys. But, I mean, four – might be a little unwieldy. And plus, plus whatever we have two fullbacks on the roster right now too. And we don't need those anymore. <laughs> Blessing game and, and uh, what's his name? Carter's his last name. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, that's all we need. Uh, yeah, no. I think the fact that we don't even know who he yeah. is kind of well shocker tells you he's been injured a little bit too. Oh, imagine that's that. not happened. Yeah, at all this year. Mm, injuries. Uh. <laughs> Here's a nugget. Mike Vrabel, 18 and 15 straight up in career as an underdog. 55% win percentage, not against the spread, straight up. He's won more than he's lost as an, as underdog, an underdog, which is by far the best win percentage yep. of any coach since 2000 with a minimum of 15 games as an underdog. And they are what for tomorrow night? They are an underdog. I don't I would know imagine what, so, yeah. I don't know what the, the, the spread is, but – that, this this game against the Niners looked a lot better a month ago than it does 24 hours from now. Yeah, the Niners are playing pretty good ball right now. The the same Titans with the Dolphins, are too. A three and a half point 
underdog. Yeah, that's correct. That's yeah. So I mean, it's gonna, at home, a home dog, JP. It's it's gonna, it's gonna which come. you probably won't take. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. come down to the defense tomorrow. If you can force Garoppolo to throw the ball, and we will, then the defense again is going to keep you in the game. I mean, you just I look. I know I was kind of harsh on Downing right after the game on Twitter. I still kind of stand by As what I said. I'm, a, I'm still down. I'm still kind of out. I'm down on Downing. He's down on Downing. Um, but I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt that it is tough in your first year with a team calling plays. To I, have, think, I think my biggest complaint with Downing this past week was getting away from Foreman. Yeah. Just look, look, I, I sit on my couch and I watch football. I'm not a professional athlete, but my eyes do work is the thing. It just doesn't seem like sometimes he has a good understanding of the flow of the game. I would agree with that. I, mean, I, I sit on my couch and watch football, and and I think sometimes people overcomplicate things. I mean, yes. if it ain't broke, don't fix right. it. Run it until they Make stop, them stop you. you. Or was it one of those interceptions where the defender tipped it? Wasn't it like third and one or second and one? Why not run the ball with with the, Foreman with the running back that's been giving you all your offensive production that day? Yeah, Foreman, Foreman getting hurt after that first down run was a big kind of a. It, I I don't know what would have happened on the rest of that drive, but I feel like Foreman was getting it until they stopped him then. But then he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. So you know. That being said, the Titans have got to find a way against this San Francisco team to score some points because their defense is really good. Yeah, put a put an extra blocker next to Quisenberry, help him out. That poor guy. It would it not be better to just go ahead and throw Redunds in there because it can't be worse. Oh, do you want to take that chance? Yes. Okay. I, why not? What, why not? And you still give have, me a good reason. You why. still have Kendall Lamb. On your roster as well, I I know I, I was, we were reading the same thing on Twitter. He's given up eleven sacks already this year, most in the NFL. That's insane. And I like the guy. His story is great. He's more suited as a backup. And this is where I wish I had Dennis Kelly's number, and I would cry and plead and beg for him every single night to come back to Tennessee. Cannot believe we. Cut I, that yeah, guy. no, I can't either. Is he not in the league? He's with Green Bay, I think. Well, why would he leave there? <laughs> True. So it's a little warmer here, if nothing else. Look, offense is bad, but they're going to have to find a way to not let this defense down. Which is again complete opposite of what we said last year. <laughs> This offense is great, but you you know this defense got it's it's just a mess. It's making my head hurt. Andrew, I don't know if you had a chance to hear us this week, but Chris made the point earlier: if you put this defense and last year's offense together, he feels like you've got a Super Bowl champion. If my you chest, if, yeah. if, if if you put this offense and last year's defense together, you might not win a game. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Maybe maybe next year is the year that we just we get both. put it all together. You know, macaroni, no cheese, you know, Kool-Aid, no sugar. That's right. Ham, no burger. Yeah. Oh. I'm watching this. I'm watching this no flags film tweet about oh, yeah. Ken, about Nate Davis. Nate Davis had 
by far the best game of his season, uh, which was, you know, again, it's a low bar, but <laughs> but he did have a he did have a pretty good pretty good week. So you know, a guy like that, you gotta you gotta have that guy step up while everybody else is stepping up. I mean, you just have to. So tomorrow is gonna be. It's not going to be fun to watch. I got a feeling uh, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those heart gut wrenching games. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout either way. I don't think we get blown out because I think our defense is good enough to keep us in it. But I am deathly afraid of watching this offense try to score against their defense. Well, I'm just expected to be disappointed at this point. Hey, keep the keep keep the Until expectations they, low. There you go. You can never be disappointed. That's right. That's right. Ah. <sighs> Let's talk college football on the other side of the break. The entire second hour will be filled with us breaking down bowl games and picking them. So, can we just break them down? We're not doing so great at picking them. <laughs> Stick around. We'll talk more about that Texas A&M and the transfer portal is getting thinner. Stick around. So the Middle Tennessee Sports Center returns after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Just over an hour left before the Christmas break, bringing you full of cheer, including the eggnog kid from Alabama with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton. Here's Chris Yao on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. What's going on? Welcome back in. 
<sighs> what a week it's been. Almost to the end. Almost. We have some... We have a lot going on in college football right now. One of those includes what we talked about earlier. Texas A&M is out of the Gator Bowl. Ball State, who is scheduled to play in a bowl game, is out here clamoring on Twitter trying to go to the Gator Bowl for whatever reason. They're already in a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bruh. You, you, you. <laughs> wow. I, I mean. That's like somebody just got divorced, but but you're married, right? Exactly. Yeah. He was already married. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't work. That's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. Let's see. Who was Ball State? supposed to play they're supposed to play georgia state in the camellia bowl on christmas day so they're trying to get out of that christmas day <laughs> hey we don't want to play on christmas day aren't we in fact picking that game here in a little bit uh, we are it's <laughs> it's really sad now this is why you shouldn't have added the extra bowl game because mm, north Cause texas or, Ohio or miami ohio would have had a shot Oh man! Could you imagine? There, going there were from no too bowl? many bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine going from no bowl to the Gator Playing Bowl? Wake? Yeah. <laughs> and a well, top and playing a ten-win team. <laughs> that would stink. But also, I mean, we, you know, we got good news and we got bad news. <laughs> good news is you're going to get two and a half million dollars. Bad news is you're probably going to get blown. <laughs> you're going to get because rolled, yeah, you're, you're playing a team that played for the ACC championship, but rots a rock. <laughs> oh man if if in the event something happens and someone can't play mm. uh in another bowl then the team that would not that is not affect, affected would the team that is still available to play would then be eligible to play against Wake Forest in a bowl game whether it's the Gator Bowl or another bowl I, mm. I would be interested to see how they would make that choice. Which bowl? Yeah. Because if it's the, the uh, you know. I would it, think it would be the later of the two. I think it's going to be a scheduling thing. Whichever one is farther out. That could be it. But also if it's between the guaranteed rate bowl <laughs> and the Gator Bowl. My hmm. guess is <laughs> it's the Gator Bowl. It's probably the Gator Bowl. I, I mean, I don't know. But nonetheless, Texas A&M won't be playing in it. So That's tough. It's unfortunate for Wake Forest. It's it? really unfortunate for Wake Forest. The same thing happened to UAB last year. You know, South Carolina had to pull out of whatever bowl they were supposed to play in. Was it the Birmingham Bowl? No, there was some, some bowl in Florida. I don't remember. It might have been the Gasparilla Bowl, I think. So It's interesting because... You know, we talked about um, Zach Calzada mm-hmm. going into the transfer portal, and I don't think A&M had a scholarship quarterback on their roster. They had a scholarship that, player who had played quarterback. That they had moved to tight, tight end. end. <laughs> but they did not have – but, hey, Ryan Tannehill. It's not unprecedented even at Texas A&M. Right. <laughs> so there you go. But, yeah, I mean – I wonder how much that figured in the Jimbo's decision. You know, we we we're dealing with COVID. We don't have a quarterback. Let's let's just we take just it to the had house. the top 
recruiting class in the country. We don't need to go eight and five and lose a bowl game to freaking Wake Forest on to to take that momentum away from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a feeling a lot more went into it than some contact tracing. I'm not. That's. Hmm. It was the Gasparilla Bowl. I thought I remembered that. Sometimes I have a decent memory. Glad you did. <laughs> um, speaking of the transfer portal, I, I want to talk about this because Kirk Herbstreet said something a couple of years ago about the trans- transfer portal, saying that it was going to allow the the less fortunate teams, the teams that don't necessarily do great in recruiting to use that to bolster their depth and and it probably has to a degree Mm -hmm. but the best players are still going to the biggest places hence alabama getting Uh probably he he used hence jp it's a big word it is like mayonnaise yeah yeah um they get one of the top running backs out of the transfer portal from Georgia Tech. And two years ago, Nick Saban, talking about the transfer transfer portal, used the same terms that he talked about the hurry-up offense. Is this what we want football to be? And <laughs> a lot of people took that as Nick crying about, you know, this isn't what he thinks football should be, and if it changes, then he's not going to have the advantage. No. That was a warning. Nick Saban's always going to have the advantage. As long as Nick Saban is at Alabama, he's going to have the advantage. That was a warning. (laughs) I'm just making sure that this is what y'all want. Now, I'm giving you the opportunity here to say no. But if you say yes, I just need to make sure that you're cool with it on the front end. All right, you're cool with it? Okay, let's go. Bet. Yep. Because <laughs> we're we're going to be recruiting guys out of the transfer portal just like everybody else. And we're going to get them. Clearly. If you're the best guy in the transfer portal, come on. We're coming after you. Come on. We can find a spot for you. I just think that's it's It's hey, exactly, why why would you not think that Alabama is going to recruit the transfer portal. Here's the thing. What the transfer portal, you and I, our thoughts, and this is our initial thoughts, right? Well, if you can't play at XXX, then you should go somewhere you can play. Well, what about these players who are using... Oh, we can play. Yeah. At XXX, and we're not there. So let's exactly. Get there. That's where the other side of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think a lot of people. <laughs> I don't think saw they thought that. this all the way through. <laughs> Did you think this all the way through? No, we only no. thought of it one way. <laughs> mm. And But I mean, still, though. I'm not mad. I'm just saying uh-uh. that wasn't the goal. I, I do question. The best running back at Georgia Tech, I mean, is that, as you mentioned in the last segment, it's a pretty low bar. 
you know, relatively speaking. But still, I, I just wonder if they, if this is going to, for lack of a better term, try to put the toothpaste back in the tube. If there's going to be some of this, you can't have played X percentage of plays for your previous team, else you have to sit out the next year, kind of thing. I'm curious if that's going, if there are going to be rules put in place to try and combat this. I don't know how you do it unless I don't it's know that. how you do it either. Unless you say, well, if you play more than fifty percent of the plays for your team, you can't transfer without sitting out, because clearly it's you're not transferring for a playing time issue. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, I I can see that being brought up. I don't think it would ever pass, but I can see it being brought up by somebody. I I can Georgia s- Tech particularly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just think we have to live with the transfer portal as, as it is. is. Yeah. And I think we have to get used to the idea of athletes having more control over their destinies. And that's the thing is this kid is going to be much more sought after or much more visible to the public playing in Alabama than he ever would have been at Georgia Tech. But is that actually the case? Oh, but, yeah. I mean, well, you got to play to be visible. Well, I, I think he's going to play. You think he's going to play more at Alabama than he did at Georgia Tech? He'll play on more television screens than he did at Georgia Tech. Will he play on more football fields? Because, I, I, think I so. mean, the I fact of the matter is, how many Jamar Gibbses are there at Alabama already from a talent standpoint? I think they've only got the one. That's why they went after a running back. I don't think they're very deep at running back right now. Hmm. And I think that's why they were really trying to recruit this kid. I mean, Nick Saban's not going to go after a running back in the transfer portal unless he needs a running back. That makes sense. Because he can go recruit the best running back in the country and out of high school, out of high school, and have him for four years instead of one or two, right? So I, I mean, yeah. okay, that's that's the thing about Alabama is they're going to get the best because they need to play, and it's like if they needed a quarterback, they probably would have went and got Spencer Rattler, but they didn't need a quarterback, so <laughs> whatever. Now. Florida needed a quarterback because Emory Jones announced that he's going into the transfer portal following the Billy Napier hiring. So all they did was get a Ohio State quarterback. So Ohio Ohio State has lost two quarterbacks, right? Mm, Yes, they were were pretty. (laughs) This particular quarterback, I don't think they're too sad to see go. He was... Suspended for half the season for DUI, and there was a there was a some stuff. How bad do you have to be to get arrested for DUI at Ohio State if you're a quarterback? Mac Jones did. I mean, Mac Jones got arrested for DUI at Alabama. Of course, Tuscaloosa police are jerks about Alabama football players for whatever reason. Yeah, and I don't get the impression that Columbus police are right. Yeah, but. 
Yeah, it's it's almost like Ryan Day picked up the phone. Hey, dude's out drinking. It may have very well. I Ur- mean, Urban Meyer was not in Columbus. That may be the difference. <laughs> There's that. Um, and then USC quarterback Keaton Keaton, Keaton Slovis is headed to Pitt, mm-hmm. and here's a guy that was all freshman team at USC and ended up was a really good ball player last year went six and one in that COVID shortened season and now he's headed to Pitt guess he saw what Kenny Pickett did over there and Narduzzi man all right and it's the ACC not that the Pac-12 is much better but it's to me, it's a this is the kind of stuff I like to see in the transfer portal. This is the kind of stuff I like to see. This kid may he he probably would have had to fight for the job at USC with that with the freshman that just came in this year, but now he's going to go to a place where and and he probably maybe he just didn't feel like he and and Lincoln Riley were a good fit. They just signed the five star kid. I mean that 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 Riley had been recruiting at Oklahoma. Exactly, it's his guy. Yeah. So go where you are wanted, celebrated, not, not tolerated. tolerated. Boom. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thanks, Matt Rogers. We appreciate it. Speaking of the Pac-12. Speaking of the Pac-12. There you go. All right. The entire second hour is bowl game predictions, all of which we believe will be predicted to not play. Because everybody's going to get COVID. So we're just, that way we don't have to worry about winning or losing. <laughs> now, nah, come back with us. It's going to be fun. We'll start with Missouri Army and go all the way through the Alamo Bowl. Stick around. How that in Bethlehem was born, the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. <laughs>